say thank you. No, you got it, Chris. Thank you. Lefty Garcia, there's a swing and a deep drive. Left field. Dean will look up, and it's long gone to the back of the Braves' bullpen. Dansby Swanson, a solo home run. I got chills from that one. Ronald Acuna with a monster shot over the hitter's eye in straight center field. Swing and a ground ball to the middle. Base hit center field. Coming in to score is Desloni, and that's a Mississippi Braves winner. Hello, everybody. It is Thursday, April the 22nd, 2021. We are 12 days away from the minor league home opener on Tuesday, May 4th. The Embraves open up against the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, now the Miami Marlins affiliate, at 6.35 p.m. As you can catch that game online at MississippiBraves.com and all the other channels. Well, today on the podcast... We're going to talk to a couple of individuals to help you get set for opening day. One, we're going to go inside the operations side of running a facility and getting it ready for what is an unprecedented season in minor league baseball. What goes into that? How does it happen and how does it all come together? Also, we'll visit with an old friend, Ryan Castile. Hit 21 home runs, drove in 73 runs. In 2019, he's at the alternate training site right now in Gwinnett. We're going to get an inside look about what the day-to-day happenings are at the alternate site, who has looked good so far at the alternate site, and his thoughts on the 2021 minor league season as well. So Ryan Castile will be coming up in the second half of the podcast. But first, we welcome on the Mississippi Braves Stadium Operations Director, Zach Evans, who has probably one of the more unsung jobs heading into this unprecedented season in 2021. And I think this will be interesting for our listeners because, number one, take an inside look about what you go through every single day and how you prepare for the season. Obviously, you're having to prepare for the season, first one in two years, and pair it for uh, for all the COVID precautions as well. So a broad question to start things off, but how are you doing and not losing your mind right now? It's a very busy job right now, to say the least, Chris. Uh, everything from, like you say, we're, we've got to get the, the general stadium operations going uh, from a you know no season at all in 2020. Uh, so everything with the stadium being completely vacant in 2020 needed to be shined, needed to be pressure washed, needed to be cleaned. Uh, and given the new COVID pandemic, getting everything sanitized going into 2021. So from a general stadium standpoint, just double the work of what we usually do getting ready for any season. Uh, and on top of that, you know, the COVID pandemic, getting everything sanitized and coming up with our new policies and procedures for keeping the ballpark clean and sanitized and keeping our employees and our fans most importantly safe throughout the season one thing that I've heard time and time again from the players side is everything is so fluid whether it have been 
the NBA season last year in the bubble, MLB season last year, so far this year in Major League Baseball season, is everything is fluid. Everything is changing from day to day. I would imagine that's kind of the same thing for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, working with baseball operations has been uh, it's been great this year, but there's a huge learning curve, and that's across the board from our staff to the, the clubhouse personnel and the players and, and all coaches, trainers, strength coaches in the clubhouse. Everyone's got to work on the same page. Everybody's got to get on the same page initially, and, and that's kind of the stage where we're at right now. Even though we're 13 days, 12 days out from the season, uh, you know, we're still working on that stuff and, and communicating day in and day out on on how the players are going to arrive, what the process is going to be at the clubhouse, when is testing going to happen, uh, you know, what's the vaccination process for those guys, and and how are we going to protect them while also creating a great fan experience for everybody at Trustmark Park. It's balancing a lot of different things, and, and it's sort of a double whammy this year because you now have – Major League Baseball taking over as the governing body of minor league baseball. Some extra requirements now for minor league teams. Now, for the Braves, who are owned and operated by the Atlanta Braves, here at Trustmark Park, it's not necessarily as drastic as some other places, but there's some things you have to take into consideration when it comes to practice spaces, clubhouse space, shower spaces, and a lot more. Yeah, it's... uh... That's been the challenge amongst all of it that a lot of people didn't know about. Obviously, the you know getting the stadium ready and getting everything going for COVID, but also getting in compliance with all the new PDL changes, and that's everything from batting cage size to the square footage of the clubhouse, the square footage of clubhouse storage, the eating requirements on where the players are going to eat, who's providing the food this year, how the umpires are going to be, you know, treated and and where their space is going to be as far as, you know, showers and restrooms and and being sure they're taken care of and protected from all the pandemic and, and, you know, being sure that their space is adequate. And and a few additions this year is, is working around female employees and whether that's, you know, strength coaches, umpires, uh, trainers and 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 coaches in general. So finding the the appropriate space for those ladies who are welcome to our league with open arms, and we want to be sure that we're accommodating at all costs. People come out to a, a baseball game, whether it be at Truist Park or Trustmark Park. Sometimes they might think that the gates just magically open and a baseball game happens, and there's really not a whole lot that goes into it. That's exactly the opposite of what it takes. You know, we know what goes on at Truist Park, getting that stadium ready, this stadium ready. For the fan experience, that's what it's all about, is providing the best experience for them. What are some of the things that you make sure to focus on every single day to help that fan experience? Well, one of the first things that we look at, you know, pre-pandemic was the security of our fans. We wanted to be sure they were protected while they were here. And, you know, we have a whole new meaning of security now on, on something that we can't see at all through COVID-19. And, and, you know, protecting our fans to create the best atmosphere that they can because that's the last thing that a fan wants when they come in the ballpark. They want to be able to come here after work, sit down in the stands, enjoy a hot dog and a cold drink, and, you know, just enjoy themselves. This is vacation time for them, and we want them to have the the best possible experience that they can have. Everything's going to evolve as the season moves on. What are some of the main things right now, as we become now days away from opening day, that are your at your top priorities? Uh, right now, you know, we're, we're getting our part-time staff going. We want to be sure that those guys are – 
are here, they understand what their duties are going to be and what some of our new policies are going to be around the ballpark. So part-timers are definitely a top priority right now. As far as generally getting the stadium up and going, we're in good shape. Uh, a few last-minute touches that we've got to take care of, but uh, we, we spend a lot of time here six, seven days a week this time of year just being sure that everything is uh, in line and, and taken care of on the stadium. Um, day in and day out operations, everything from – making sure air conditioners are up and going, the concessions are, are fully operational, any little small nuances that may come up, we get that stuff squared away. And then uh, even on the clubhouse side of it, it starts transitioning once the, uh, the season starts and once the players start arriving, uh, kind of the focus becomes on those guys and, and getting them squared away from everything, housing, transportation, and their, you know, their new policies and procedures on, on this season. The ballpark turns into a facility with about 200 employees. That includes, of course, the game day staff. They are an extension of what the team is trying to accomplish on a game night, from concession stands to suite attendants to ushers. Maybe not necessarily this year, ball boys, but in a normal year, ball boys. How do you expect things to translate to them this year as opposed to previous years to make sure you know, there's really nothing that's that's dropped through the cracks, basically? Yeah, and that all starts right in our front office. We, we have a small city up here on on game days and and everybody in our office all of our managers and directors do a great job of communicating that with their staff and and that's what it comes down to is just the the communication of it we want to be sure that our staff is is fully protected you know through ppes and also you know just being sure they're taken care of on what their needs are whether you know whether they come to the ballpark tonight and they've got you know questions about some upcoming promotions and stuff like that we want to communicate that stuff well with those guys and then uh, also, just helping them answer questions to fans. All of my part-timers, I ask them to, if you get a little bit of downtime, look around the ballpark, maybe grab a, a hamburger from a different concession stand or maybe try uh, you know, catfish from the you know, Mississippi Fixing stand or you know, try different aspects of the ballpark so that when a fan comes to you and asks a question, you don't only have the answer, but you also have an experience at that place. Talking to Zach Evans, he is Director of Stadium Operations for the Embraves, talking about how to get a stadium ready in minor league baseball for an unprecedented season. Since January, there has been a vaccination site in the Trustmark Park parking lot. Now, that's not going to stop on game days. And one thing about the ballpark here. It is a large parking lot. Sometimes there are things going on in three different parking lots on a game day, including this year we'll have some 5K races that coincide with our games and gates opening as well. How will that work on game days with vaccinations going on and different things occurring in the parking lot? Parking crew, is uh, they're ready for it. They're going to be not, not so much caught off guard. It will be different. The Department of Health working with those guys has been a great pleasure. They you know, are very accommodating to us and, and, you know, we do everything we can to take care of them and the National Guard that's out there. But they're well aware of, you know, our schedule. We've explained to them a few of the things that we need on a daily basis. We, you know, use parking barricades in certain locations and uh, they, they tell us right now that they plan on breaking down about three o'clock every day and they're planning on moving a lot of the barricades around for us, which would be a huge relief on our staff. And there's just a, you know, there's a trust that needs to be built there, and I have no doubt that they're going to exceed our expectations on that. Lastly and most importantly, the Embrays are now going to be offering churgers 
at the concession stand. That is a sandwich involved with a chicken patty and a beef patty. Do you plan on trying out the Churgers? And maybe what is your favorite concession item at the ballpark? I have full intentions of uh, trying everything at every concession stand this year. The Churgers definitely on the list. Uh, you know, it's quality control. You got to be sure the food's good everywhere. And, uh, you know, we definitely take care of that and try it everywhere. My go-to on a nightly basis has to be the Philly cheesesteak nachos at the Philly stand. Uh, right behind home plate over in our little uh, – uh, the kiosk area, the you know, we used to call it the beer garden, Philly cheesesteak nachos. Or I concur on everything you just stated. Zach Evans, Director of Stadium Operations for the Mississippi Braves, thanks for taking some time on the Big Show Podcast. You got it, Chris. Thank you. Welcome. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and will welcome fans to Trustmark Park beginning Tuesday, May 4th at 6.35 p.m. Get ready for the return of Thirsty Thursday. Premium giveaways every Friday, post-game fireworks on Saturdays, and matinee baseball every Sunday. Season tickets, flex plans, and more are available now at 601-932-8788 or by visiting MississippiBraves.com. Mississippi Braves baseball. Let's play. From tablets to drones, even tractors with their own computers. As a farm family of Mississippi, we use the latest technology to get the most out of our land, growing acres of rice, soybeans, and corn. These digital tools help us map out where to plant and harvest. They manage our farmland from a bird's eye view and even tell us the right amount of water to use. It's a smarter way to farm, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi. Joined by former M Brave Ryan Castile. He led the team in home runs in 2019 with 21. He is currently at the alt site right now in Gwinnett as he gets ready for his 2021 season. And Ryan, first of all, thanks for taking some time. And, and I think a lot of people are really happy you're back with the Braves. Yeah, it's good to be back, man. I, I love this organization. Um, top down, man. It's been great. Made some great relationships. You know, I've only been with the organization for three years, but I've made a lot of lifelong friends, you know, within the Braves, and I'm happy to be back. You're at the alternate site right now. About how many guys are there? What's your typical day like at the alternate site? Because last year, you didn't really have any time in organized baseball last year. You weren't at the alternate site. So what's been your experience like so far? So right now we're running between 20 and 25. You know, some guys bounce back and forth between the alt site in the big leagues. Right now, we're playing games every other day. We show up at about nine o'clock, go through our individual work. Um, I'm catching bullpens. I'm actually catching here at the alt site more than I am playing first. You know, catching bullpens, just getting our work in. It, it's almost like a a normal game day. You know, you get to the field a couple hours early, get your workout in. You know, hit BP, pitchers throw. Um, you know, take an hour and then we play a game. Um, we've been playing between three and six innings, depending on who's playing or uh, excuse me, whose turn it is to pitch. And then, you know, the next day we'll have like, I guess in spring training, it, they call them camp days where we just kind of go through our routine minus the game. So that's that's day in and day out. Um, it's great. You know, it's a bunch of older veteran guys, a lot of big league time here, you know, within the camp and it's just good, man. A lot of, pro, you know, professionals. So just getting our own work in, guys know what they need. Um, but that's pretty much day in and day out. 
And we've seen a lot of injuries, unfortunately, so far in Atlanta. So you've seen some players who were with you when you guys got started go up to the big leagues. I mean, some not big surprise, obviously, with with Bryce Wilson and Kyle Wright, uh, seeing what Heredia has been able to do as well uh, up there. So what's that been like when those guys get notified they're going you know, down the road to Atlanta? You know, honestly, Chris, we don't really know until the next day we show up and we're like, hey, where's Bryce at or where's Heredia at? Um, you know, we show up, new faces are there or, you know, somebody's gone. And then all you have to do is look at MLB trade rumors and see that, you know, so somebody's on the DL and then you just kind of put two and two together. But, you know, we're early in camp. We were facing Bryce and, you know, and then the next outing he's he's pitching in the show. So it's, it's just I feel like with COVID and injuries, it's just a very fluid situation. And there's just a lot of moving parts. I was talking with uh, with Trey Harris, Justin Dean, a few other guys about the protocols. And obviously it's really, really stringent. You get to the ballpark. You have to wear your mask when you're inside. You basically go back to your hotel, your house, wherever you're staying. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. We're testing every other day here. Um, required to wear mask. And we, you know, I think we're only permitted to go maybe to the gas station to get gas and go get groceries. But otherwise I come home and just relax and watch, honestly, the big club and play at seven at night. And that's kind of the routine, go to the field in the morning, come home, you know, go over my at bats on, on the iPad and then watch, watch a game. So, um, yeah, there's not much going on outside of the field, just, due to those protocols and just trying to avoid COVID. And I mean, that's the last thing we need is a, is a COVID outbreak. I know you haven't necessarily played with him a lot, but how cool was it to see Sean Kazmar get a chance to get back to the big leagues? Awesome. I mean, I was around Sean the first few days of camp um, at the alt site. He was taxi squad with the big league team. And I had met Sean a little bit last spring and just being around him for, you know, the couple of days he was there until he got caught up. He's an incredible, incredible human, great baseball mind, can play every position. He's phenomenal. I mean, it, just seeing that, it, I mean, it, it is, it's a great story. Talking to Ryan Castile here on the Big Show podcast as we get set for minor league baseball, which today is April the 21st. We're recording this, so about 13 days away from opening day. Wherever you are to start the year, Ryan, how nice will it be to actually put a uniform on and go out there and play a game against somebody that is not your teammate? I, it's exciting, man. After last year and, you know, sitting last year out and essentially just having a completely free summer, man, it makes you appreciate the game and it makes you appreciate the uh, even the tough times of baseball, you know, the 0 for 4s and the 12 hour bus rides, like, you know, it's hard to take those moments for granted this year, just knowing how last year turned out. So, man, I can't, you know, can't wait to see fans, however many they're per- permitted to, to to come into the games. It's just going to be great to, to play other teams and just be on the field. Sure. And we were talking a little bit earlier outside of this interview, talking about a lot of things that are still up in the air. There is a lot of things that you go into a season knowing some rules, guidelines. This year, we really don't know. But I think everyone's just taking that day-by-day approach and figuring out as we, as we go along. Is that the Absolutely. same thing on the player side? 
hundred percent. It's, it's a completely fluid situation. I think everybody's just, you know, rolling with the punches, so to speak. There's nothing else we can do, but just take it day by day. Every opportunity we get, just take advantage of it and just be thankful for the good and the bad times. You know, I think just day in and day out, we just, we got to roll with the punches because there's a lot of fluidness in, in this situation. Some new managers around the organization, or at least switching of some teams bouncing around in the organization. Matt Tuyasasopo going to be the skipper in Gwinnett. You've been around him a little bit. Wyatt Teregas obviously is here in double A. I know you haven't had a chance to be around him, but your overall thoughts on Tuyasasopo and the coaching staff right now that you're around up there? It's incredible. I actually played against Tui um, in Indie Ball. Um, so I knew Tui from there, but met him, you know, got to know him a little bit last spring. He's awesome. He's a player's manager. Um, he gets the game. He knows what we're going through. I mean, everybody has played the game, but he, he's fresh out of it. So, you know, it resonates with him maybe a little bit more just because he was a player two years ago. But Mindy, uh, you know, the hitting coach from Mississippi when I was there, he's up here. Uh, Mike Maroth it, and Wiggy, it, it, it's a great staff. We got a great staff, a great team, just good, good dudes. It's been it's been a fun three weeks, and uh, I know it's going to be a fun year. All right, I want to know some uh, some scouting reports. Who's been maybe some players around there that you weren't necessarily familiar with, but you're like, wow, this guy has improved, or wow, this guy looks a lot different than the last time I saw him. So one that sticks out is the Orlando RC. I think it is Orlando Arcia. Yeah. Um, we just I actually got had him in Biloxi in 2015 when I was down there for that whole season. He's a, he's a really incredible kid. He is an incredible player, man. He like, it's, it's just been fun to watch um, just him swinging MVP and taking ground balls. He's a stud. Um, I mean, I, the whole team is, we're full of good players. So it, it's going to be fun. And obviously the big the big lefties, Muller and Davidson, I feel like we've been facing them on repeat every five days. And anytime you're facing two lefties throwing upper 90s, that's never a fun at bat. But those two guys look good. Um, just it, it's going to be a fun summer. We got a good group. Contreras too, man. Willie's look phenomenal behind the dish. He doesn't look like a kid anymore. He looks like a grown man. He, he's really looked good. Is Orlando trying to work through some things right now? Because with, with a lot of injuries in Atlanta, none really being on the middle infield, but seems like he's going to be a part of it somehow if he continues to play well. I just, yeah, I, nothing in particular. I think he, I don't see him being a bench guy. I mean, he's a frontline infielder who can hit hit for some power. I played against Arcia back in the day in the minor leagues and he was a stud then, but he, he's a freak man. Like I just think right now he's just getting reps and whenever that opportunity opens up, I think he'll step in with the big league club, but he, he's a big league player and he's phenomenal. When you see players like Sean Kazmar, I know Tyler Matzik has had some big moments. He's had some tough moments too, so far. I know you're close with Tyler and his, his, his family as well. It's just neat to see players who stick with it. I mean, you're going to be 30 years old in June. You know, here you are still grinding it out and still loving the game of baseball. Where is your role right now? You're catching pens right now a lot. You know, where's your mindset at right now when you when you think about your career and and your place in baseball? You know, I I love it. And, uh, you know, I had a conversation with with a front office member about this. I'll do whatever. I just love being in the organization. 
I love being at the field every day. Whenever my opportunity arises, I'll take advantage of it. Um, as far as expectations, I expect to when I do get the opportunity to seize the moment like I did in Mississippi, I'm just taking it day by day. Um, and, you know, I am catching in the games, too. So it's not just bullpens. I'm catching in the games, which I haven't done in affiliated ball since 2016. So that's been great. But are the knees holding? Uh, well, now we catch from one knee. So my knees are great. Wow. So but it's, you know, I plan on baseballs. It's probably in my future forever down the road as a coach. Um, so I'm just taking it day by day right now and enjoying every opportunity I get. Eddie Perez was a player coach for the Mississippi Braves back in 2005. Putting that out there, and there, there is an empty coach position right now in Mississippi. So, you know, we've, we've got a statue being, I think, erected at some point this year of Ryan Castile. So what better way, you know? If they ask. You know, I'd cross that bridge when I get there, but definitely would love to. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Throw BP and then hit BP right after. That sounds great. Eddie, Eddie's one of those guys that's always around uh, the minor league players. And no matter who he's talking to, whether it's a clubby, whether it's me, whether it's whomever, always engaging, always smiling, and always wanting to talk to anyone about baseball. And, and you can tell he really still appreciates the game, too. I mean, and you see that throughout this organization. I've been in other organizations and the Braves have quite impressive. And, you know, I grew up a Braves fan, so maybe I'm a little biased, but um, it's top down. This organization is top of the line. Wrapping so. up here with Ryan Castile. We released our promotional schedule today. August 13th is Christian Pache bobblehead night. It's him diving for a ball. He's got his 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 shaded out sunglasses on. Your thoughts, and have you seen Christian Pache lately? You know, I actually saw Pache today. He uh, he's came up to the alt site to get some work in. Um, I think you know, he's been on the DL for a couple of days, and hopefully he's getting close to return. But I think that's a great promotion. I mean, I still am biased, though, towards the fist pump Friday. I know that goes against <laughs> all the the uh, the COVID protocols. See, um, see, when you're a player coach for the Mississippi Braves, we can just put you up there and, and, and let you go go to town. Absolutely. I'm always down. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. And, you know, a lot of folks around here think the world of you and, and, and what you did, not only on the field for the Embraes in 2019, but what you did off the field as well. It didn't go unnoticed. And thanks for taking some time today. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Hopefully uh, I won't see you. But if I do, obviously <laughs> it'll be great as it was in 2019. So. My thanks to our two guests today, Ryan Castile, 2019 Mississippi Brave, and our Director of Stadium Operations, Zach Evans. Once again, we are 12 days away from the opener, as yesterday the Embraes released their full promotional calendar, which does include a lot of great giveaways, beach towels, hats, a Christian Pache bobblehead. You can check all those out at MississippiBraves.com. Also, at 2 o'clock on Thursday, single-game tickets go on sale to the general public, you can purchase those individual game tickets for all 60 home games during the 2021 season. Gwinnett, individual game tickets are on sale also. So make sure to support your local Braves affiliate or your local minor league affiliate wherever they might be around the country. 12 days away. It'll be here before you know it. And with that, let's say goodbye from Pearl, Mississippi.